Welcome everybody who's joining us. Uh, today we have our guest all the way from Portugal. Uh, he is Jay Mendes. He is uh, a digital nomad. He's a social entrepreneur, uh, a sustainability activist and a public speaker as well. A lot of things. So speaking to him about his journey so far and his experiences and if he can share some words of advice with us. So uh, Jay, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to talk and for amazing work you guys are doing. So really honored to be here and share a bit of my experience. We're glad to have you. So should we begin with the questions? Sure. Yeah, let's um, let's move on. Let's okay. share. Let's talk. So for the people who do not know, uh, you are a nomad. What do you mean by that? Um, well, it's, it's a very interesting way to start. So nomadism and, and of course COVID is bringing this topic even more to the conversation because the world is kind of forced to become more potentially nomad if you are a remote worker. But nomad, the way I see it, is not necessarily like moving around all the time um, mm -hmm. like you see other people doing and like you original nomads did. But it's more like um, a mindset or lifestyle or a way you approach things, where you look, the place where you live, currently live, and you see it like as a temporary. Like uh, I, I'm here now, but I may be next in another place uh, next year or in two weeks or in six months or in three years. So uh, as far as I've been living for the last 10 years as a nomad, even though I stayed sometimes for two or three years in some places, I always yeah. felt I was going to move on. I was going to move somewhere else. So normal for me is that, is, that, is that mindset of looking at everywhere where you are. It's a temporary place. Like we are all temporary people. Everything is temporary, right? So it's it, it's, it's, that, it's that approach. So yes, I feel like that for the last for the last ten years, and mm -hmm. I try to uh, to help others to get at least the chances to have this kind of lifestyle too. Right. So I'm sure you've traveled a lot of places. Yes, yes, I've been around. <laughs> I started, I, I traveled already when I was younger, but I, I mostly in Europe. And then from 2010 on, I traveled more broadly, like I, I live in the Caribbean, in the Cayman Islands, I live in Brazil. So I try to, I, I'm trying to live in every continent, that's the plan. So first was the mm -hmm. Caribbean, then I lived in Nicaragua for Central America, then moved to Brazil for, for South America, then Asia, lived in Vietnam and Thailand. Uh, now I'm here, I'm back to Portugal, back to Europe for be at home for a while. And then the plan is go and explore Africa and then maybe Australia later on. So it's, it's to go a little bit in all continents, try to ex be exposed to as much culture as, as possible. So that, that, that's yes. the idea. That's lovely. So uh, you are also a sustainability activist. So one, please share your thoughts about sustainability with us and two, uh, how have you applied it in your own life while traveling? Sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much connected. So uh, that was a big shift when I was traveling. I can say that when I started to travel, I was not so sensible to the sustainability uh, requirements of our society, of our planet. Uh, the, the trip, the travels, the people I've met, the things I've seen, uh, the experience I had made me uh, change much more. And that's why people say that travel changes, right? So I became more um, sensible and, and, and uh, more active 
become activist. So for me, sustainability nowadays it's even more than sustain. Like yeah, keeping the same things uh, the same the way they are, and more like thriving. Right? I think sustainable should be more like a thriving, like trying to even to bring more to the ecosystem and not just taking and taking. Right? So for me, sustainability is definitely looking forward and trying to think on the long run. And the way I I, I bring it to my travel, so that's why I even started the, the website No Food Kid Nomads, where I tell people about the way you can minimize because mm-hmm. again, if you are traveling. There's not much hope you can be uh, completely zero waste when you travel because yeah. the only way to be zero waste is if you stay put, right? Of course, you can do some carbon offsetting, you can compensate, but traveling always has some impact. But the impact you can reduce. Uh, there's many ways you can you can think, for example, on long journeys. If you there's, there's a rule of thumb, so if you travel more than a thousand miles, then maybe taking a, a plane is is the less impact solution. But if you travel less than that, then you should take a train or a bus. Mm-hmm. So so even your choices, uh, where you stay, um, how many um, the tours that you take, if they are more sustainable tours or less sustainable. So, so there's many tools nowadays for you to, to minimize your impact when you're traveling. So that's what I try to do, and that's what I try to share a lot in my in my project, No Footprint Nomads. That, that's one of the ideas. Right. And since you have traveled so much, uh, you have also made a statement that you would like to see a world without borders. So why? Yeah, so, so so my my two main passions, so like I, like I used to say when I talk, like the, the two reasons that make me wake up in the morning and feel motivated to do something are related to those two topics. So sustainability uh, or, or, or thriving as a society, improving a society, uh, and also a border society. Uh, uh, a way, a future that we can look to our planet and we don't see borders, we see places to go with different cultures, different people, for sure, always going to happen, but with no restrictions, that we are able to move around, because there's no there's no doubt that we are always better together. So individuality makes us weaker, right? So if you work as a society, so why do we need to think on, on little borders? Why aren't we thinking on bigger borders, like European Union project, like other projects in other parts of the world? And if you mm-hmm. look at the history of our society, we are getting, uh, we are started from small, small villages and then counties and this and that. If you look really, uh, if you look at the map and you fast forward, we are getting um, bigger countries, bigger communities. So there's no reason to stop. Why don't you think this is a whole like planet? And then we just have mm-hmm. our individualities, but we are all on this together. So for me, I would love to see a world where we could just move uh, yeah, effortlessly uh, around the world. That, that's a really, really lovely thought. And I don't know if it's possible, but we hope someday. It's okay, it's okay. That's evidence. So uh, coming back to your mission on sustainability, you have something known as Eco Hotel Summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I, I, again, so when I talk about traveling and being a nomad, remote worker and moving around, talking about traveling and because I bring sustainability to it and I and the, the no food pit nomads I talk a lot about the people at the travels like to, to, the, to the individual people but then I also wanted to focus on the other side of the equation which are the businesses so the travelers they need sustainable places to be so at least I wanted to help the eco hotels also to provide these options for all for all of the people who want to travel so that's why I started the agency where I help um, eco hotels uh, to be more out there and get more bookings. And I also want to, to help a little bit later down the line 
normal hotels that are not eco yet, but want to become eco, then I can help also with that. And that's yeah. why I'm organizing this conference later in the year, uh, where you're going to have like thousands of, of hotels. It's a B2B conference, so it's to bring together businesses that are struggling nowadays because they cannot make no tourism, so they don't have any business. And, they, and the hotels are also looking for businesses or ways to get those businesses back, uh, to get some bookings back. So I'm, right. the idea is to try to connect these worlds on the eco industry uh, to bring them um, as, a, as a place to connect, to network, to meet each other and to get all this eco uh, system of, of hotels to thrive and, to, and become standard and not exceptions. Right. So uh, as far as I know about India, uh, we do not see a lot of sustainability being adopted here. So was it easy for you to come across hotels that were eco and uh, you know sustainable? You'd be surprised. Um, maybe maybe it's not like strong and powerful in terms of of, of media uh, like it is maybe in Europe and countries that are a little bit more used to having media the eco initiatives. But there's a lot of things going in India that are very eco friendly already. Just those two guys are so big that like maybe it's probably difficult to keep track. But then I, I, I think I think it's not it's, it, it, it hasn't been difficult, and I'm really surprised and happy to see so many initiatives in India already focusing on the ecotourism industry. Of course, there's space for a while. There's always going to be space for more, but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's just maybe out of the mass media or the social media. But there, there are there are a lot a lot of things going. And you also have something known as no footprint consulting and no footprint no ads. So please yeah, so, about those. Yes, yeah, so, so those are more like so so no footprint nomads is the one I talk about for the travels and no footprint consulting is the agency uh, I, I work with for eco hotels. So those are those are the names. So it's kind of oh, okay. everything no footprint because it's, it's the, the branding. I like to call myself the no footprint nomad. But those are mm-hmm. the two businesses that cater either with travelers or with eco businesses, eco businesses or accommodation businesses. Lovely. So uh, you are also a public speaker and you arrange a lot of events as well so what do you usually cover in these events what kind of topics so, all right so most of the time i've been i've been focusing on the north Pit nomads uh, 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 idea so most of my my public speaking most of my talks most of my events that i've been doing i focus on inspiring people either to become nomads or if they're already nomads to become more sustainable so that's that's mm-hmm. been my main focus and because i've been traveling and living in, uh, around these communities of nomads. So I've always had this uh, audience to talk with. Uh, now I'm moving a little bit more to the, to the hotel industry and I'm doing talks also about um, digital marketing, everything. Again, focus on eco-hotels to help them uh, get more, more of those bookings. But most of the time, my passion goes for sustainable traveling and also for the nomad community, for sure. Lovely. And uh, if you had to give a few tips, uh to our viewers about how they can be more sustainable travelers or just in general. So what would those tips be? I think I think the first step for everyone is uh, is acknowledge, right? You need you need you need to stop doing anything that you do. Look at all your steps, look at your options throughout the day, throughout your year, and see what where is your impact, right? And then then there's solutions for everything. If if you dig if you dig deep, there is already coming uh, out with uh, with something to solve any problem of anything that you do. So first stop, look what you're doing. Try to, to be uh, knowledgeable about your impact and try to mitigate it. That's it. The solutions will come. I have 
some ideas, the others that's other ideas, you can find them. But first, stop and think. That's that, that's what I recommend anyone when I speak for the first time. Right. And if someone wants to adapt nomadism, uh, how would you guide them through that? So, if nomadism, like I said, is a bit of a mindset. You have you. Um, if you think about digital nomadism, then you need to find a remote work and find work online. So you're able to travel effortlessly from and, and work from anywhere, right? I've been digital. I, I normally I say I've been nomad for 10 years and digital nomad for four years because I've mm-hmm. been working online most of the time for the last four years. But if you want to become a nomad, so one thing is finding the tools, like for remote work, like I was saying. But another thing is like, do you the place that you live today? Do you want to live there for the rest of your life, which is fine, or do you want to learn about other people, or do you want maybe maybe for example. Uh, I always give this, this idea, so that I, I moved to Thailand. Why did I move to Thailand? Because I was curious about Buddhism. I wanted to know a little bit more. So I went to a place where there's uh, well, a lot of Buddhism. I know it's like 95% of the country is Buddhist. It's the country with more Buddhists in the world. So if I wanted to learn about salsa, maybe I wanted I, I go to Cuba or to Colombia or to any country that, that salsa is so integrated in that society. So a way that you think to behave as a normal is like you, li- you look at all the places uh, as again as temporary and you try to find the best place where you want to be. Maybe it's finding a community of something that you like to do or maybe you are curious, oh, I'm curious about the Japanese culture. Well, then go and spend some time in Japan. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the normal the approach is, is, is a mindset. So first you have to be willing to, 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 get, to get rid of your, of your current constraints. And then after that, you just explore and look at the world uh, as an university. Uh, you look at the planet like, oh, this is this is where I'm going to have my courses of life. So where do I, where do I need to go now to have a new course? So that's that's how, that's how I like to think as as a nomadist as a nomadist person. Nomad. Right. Um, so if I if I ask you, Jay, that if you have any vision for yourself or uh, Eco Hotel Summit or everything that you're doing together uh, what would that vision be? The vision? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't think about vision, vision, vision then if there's any Star Trek fun out there that's my vision, it's a Star Trek future where there's no there's no sexism, there's no racism, there's no borders it's all mm-hmm. just a thriving, happy and always evolving society together so it's probably not good for my lifetime like you said but I truly believe that we're probably going to be space nomads. We're going to be hoping, uh, hoping out from country to, to planet to planet instead of now I move from country to country. Uh, I want to do that in the future and, and, it, and, and move to Mars or to Venus or to Europa or IO. And then all the planet is just one set of people trying to make it better for everyone. So if you ask for a vision, well, that's my vision. That's how, again, that's how I wake up every morning that I want to make this happen. Amazing. Uh, if I ask you also that uh, you have already so much on your plate and if you would like to do something more to add to it, uh, what would that be? Hmm. Oh, that's a very good question. Well, I would like to I like to help more. So the world is becoming more and more normal, like I said in the beginning, and COVID is making it even faster. So I mm-hmm. like to help uh, more and more nomads uh, to try to look for ways of having this positive impact, right? Because uh, when you are an entrepreneur, when you start your business online, there's so many ideas, so many things you can do, right? But there's also so many good things you can do uh, with all your effort, all your time. So I'd like to help also uh, other entrepreneurs or freelancers or any people that are working 
uh, and try to focus their efforts in things that can help, actually help our society. Because nowadays, in the long term, of course, if you want to make fast money, then you can do anything. But if you think on the long term, and the, any investment that you do in your life, anything, if it's not positive for our society, for our planet, you're going to waste your time and probably waste your money. And, and the big investment funds are already saying this, like big, like BlackRock, like the biggest investment fund in the world is already saying that if you don't invest on something that is positive for society, you're going to waste money. So I'd like to help and to bring all these great people with great ideas that want to do a lot of things, but to do good things with a positive impact. So that, that's my next step. Lovely. We wish you all the best with that. Uh, do you have an inspiration or someone that you look up to when it comes to the work that you're doing? Hmm. Inspiration person. So, yeah, so what the people ask me about if I have like like a specific model. I don't have someone that I look up like individually. I have, I have interest. I have, I'm curious about a lot of people that, that I've seen and a lot of leaders. But if I have to choose someone, then it should be the guy that 50 uh, actually 70 years ago created the Star Trek series. I, again, going back to Star Trek because if you see, if anyone sees this series and see how inspiring they are. And there was someone that 70 years ago thought about the world like this. And this is an impact. Look look at me 70 years mm-hmm. later, still being inspired by something TV. So someone that was able to see the world the way he saw and, and still and do something for many years because there's like seasons, seasons of series. And I've met so many people that were inspired for, for Star Trek. So yes, I could choose someone. Gene Roddenberry, which was the, the creator and director of this series. Probably mm-hmm. the person that I that I feel that had more impact in me and, and and a lot in the society, and I hope it still does. I hope we go beyond Star Trek and 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 have, and have peaceful relations with other <laughs> species. Well, I'm assuming that we're not alone. <laughs> a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, if uh, you've already given us a small glimpse into it, but if you had to give uh, more words of advice to people who want to do something similar to what you are doing. Maybe it's in the hotel and travel business or sustainability. What would that be? Well, one thing that I could recommend that I've been doing, and this year now became the, my year of the summit <laughs> because of the COVID uh, situation. So yeah, to anyone, and it's a simple advice, anyone is, uh, is, is struggling in terms of fitness and there's, a, and, and there's their own business and their own speciality, their own knowledge. Why don't do a summit and why not put together people that have the same interests and try to spread the world and try to get more business that way. So if I have like a very practical advice and business wise in this case, think about summits because I was not doing any summits until last year and this year I'm doing seven. Um, and, and it's not that hard. You find right people, you can get teams and you can do basically a summit, a conference, a webinar, a set of webinars. Like, like you guys are doing here, right? You're actually doing something mm-hmm. online, uh, bringing uh, amazing people also here, not talking about me, and there's a lot of awesome people that you're already bringing and talking with your, for your, for your podcast. So yeah, why, why don't you, anyone can do the same. Anyone can do the same and, and bring uh, interesting people and inspiring people to their, to their summit. So yeah, that's a business advice I, I, I could give at this moment. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, coming to my last few questions. Mm-hmm. One for our Indian viewers and listeners, as well as uh, listeners from around the world. What can you tell us about Portugal, <laughs> your country and what you love about it? 
Well, yeah, Portugal. So Portugal has been in the news for the last year. In terms of tourism, we got a lot of awards. So, I, so Portugal, even for the nomad community, I know that this, we're not talking only for nomads, but this it's becoming a, a very big hotspot for nomads. And, and the reason why, because Portugal is one of, is a southern country in Europe, so great weather, like Italy, Greece, and, and all, all those southern countries. And it's and comparing to the average of Europe, it's still a, a relatively cheap country. Uh, so if if you if you get the good weather and very uh, warm and good hosts uh, like the Portuguese are, uh, and then the affordable prices, then it's a perfect combination for people to to want and to travel and to live. And I I I'm meeting more and more people on the road that actually want are moving and live there. And I can assure you, 10 years ago when I started to travel, nobody knew much about Portugal. And now, yeah, yeah, sure, I'm going to live there, or I'm moving there, or I was there for six months or something. Because it's, it's, it's just a, a perfect combination of, again, weather, people, and prices. Uh, so why not? And, and of course, when you are in Portugal, then you can travel all around Europe. So there's also a potential gateway for a lot of countries. So no, mm. there's no reason why anyone shouldn't be considering exploring and going to Portugal now. Amazing. And before we say goodbye, uh, what if you could tell us, our viewers, how they can connect with you and where can they know more about the work that you're doing? If you could sure. please. Yeah, so I'm very, very easy to find. I, all my contacts are public. So if you look for Jay Mendes, uh, my name there here on the presentation, you find me on LinkedIn, find me on Facebook. Uh, and then, of course, No Footprints uh, uh, Consulting or No Footprints Nomads. Uh, if you go to those websites, it, you you connect directly to me. So it's, it's very easy to get to me. It's, it's definitely not an issue. Always open and, and, and interested in meeting more people and helping now about this stuff. If it has to do with sustainability and the uh, mm. society, then you get my attention. Great. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Jay, for joining us today and sharing your experiences with us. It's been lovely talking to you. And we wish you all the very best with all your upcoming projects. And we wish you we wish you only grow from here because you are what we need right now. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for your time and thank you for allowing me to, to share it with my experience. Thank you and keep up the good work too. Thank you so much. Please take care.